0: Hallo, herzlich willkommen zu unserer Radiosendung At the Net. Eine weitere Folge von At the Net Podcast wird Ihnen präsentiert von Texmax
1: Produktion. Unsere Produzenten D-Math und Dave The Brain drehen heute die Drehknöpfe nur für uns. Begrüßen Sie mit mir unsere heutigen Moderatoren, Craig Bell und AJ Jabria, die uns heute durch fünf Themen begleiten, Von Tennis zu Trends außerhalb des Tennisplatzes. Und vielleicht teilen sie sogar ein paar Tipps und Tricks zum Thema Leben. Sehr geehrte Damen und Herren, Craig und AJ. Thanks to our At The Net podcast girl for that fabulous introduction, and welcome, fans of the great game. You are listening to Season 1, Episode 10 of At The Net Podcast with A.J. Chabria, a.k.a. AJC. And CB1, a.k.a. Craig Bell, who are talking the great game of tennis, as it seems to us. Thanks also go out to our good amigos at Tex-Mex Productions. That would be Darian D. Mac McBrayer and Dave the Brain DeLeo from Brack of the House, who are on the soundboards, moving the dials and buttons to make us sound like real people. We're live,
0: aren't we? We are live. It's a pleasure to be here, CB1. And welcome, everybody, to the At The Net podcast. We're so happy to have you. Also, be sure to check out our good work on SoundCloud,
1: Fireside, Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, all the important communication sites that you kids find popular. And if you're a female, sorry guys, and would like to read the opening intro for At The Net podcast and be an At the Net girl, let us know as we are always looking for new female voices to do the intro, even in a foreign language, I might add. Ooh that, la
0: la, right? That's been kind of cool, yeah. We've yeah. had some, what have we had, Czech, Russian, German. We're ready to branch out from uh, yes. Eastern Europe and Central Europe, too. That's right. We, we yeah. would like... Uh, Happy to go... South African. American. Yeah. 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 We haven't had many of those. Yeah. So that, uh, you know, some of the many Asian and African languages, we're ready for Yeah, you. Asian would be great. Yeah. That'd be yeah. fun, awesome. too. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, well, AJC, what are you up
1: to tonight? We're, we're watching a little tennis tonight, aren't we?
0: Yes. We had a, a great match last night in the uh, men's tennis, and tonight we've got another men's uh, match with... Chilich and uh, Rafa, and then Bianca Andreescu has got a great match later on. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to be
0: good. Yep, so it's going to be fun as we're sitting here talking about
1: uh, the great game of tennis. Uh, we also wanted to recap. We had a really great conversation with uh, Tom Gullickson last week. Boy, if you missed that, you know, that's uh, season one, episode nine. Go back and listen to that because Gully has a lot of great insight. And yeah. It was just fun to talk with, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, that guy's a national treasure, a Davis Cup a hero as a, as a captain and just a remarkable guy who I'm thankful that he's still involved in American tennis and high performance, uh, at the age of 60-something, 67, yes. I
1: think. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, he, he was a lot of fun to talk with. Just, to, you know, he, he was going to stay. I think he'd still be talking to us if we, if we wanted to talk to him, wouldn't he? He
0: was texting me after, like, man, I love you guys. That was a blast. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a cool guy, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. he,
1: he was nice of him. Uh, Tom, thanks again for, for your time, and it was a real honor and, and privilege to talk to you. Oh, but uh, tonight, let's get going with uh, we got some stuff to talk
0: about also too in our, in our first set this is sponsored by the Vantaggio Brothers. Hey! Oh, I love that uh, clothing brand and the wristbands and just excellent excellent guys. Yeah. Did you know back on this date September 2nd in 1991,
1: this is the famous Jimbo Connors run at the US Open. Would what you, did you did you remember that?
0: I would not only remember it. My dad and I were there for the first round where we thought Pat McEnroe was kinda of done and, and beat him. I think I think it was almost time to shake hands and we uh, You just we like go get a pizza or home. something? We or got, pretzel pizza and pretzels? Food. We got some food and went to went home, which is a good forty five minutes to an hour north of the of Queens. And um, when we got home the match was still going. It went five and my dad and I basically missed that middle I think, you know. I guess, fourth set, and uh, we're home for the fifth, and it was amazing. Yeah. That, well, And it, it kicked off Jimbo's run all the way did. to the semifinal. Yeah, so here's, here's what happened. September second,
1: nineteen 1991, one of the most celebrated and famous matches in the history of the U.S. Open. Jimmy Connors turns 39 years old and comes mm-hmm. back from a two sets to one and two f- five, fifth set deficit to defeat 27-year-old Aaron Crickstein. Mm. You remember, remember Crick, right? Aaron definitely. I mean, he, yeah. uh,
0: Jimbo beat Pat McEnroe. Certainly, uh, you mentioned yep. uh Paul Har- Harhouse. Yep. There are a lot Har-Hoo's, of great long matches, uh, yeah. tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the Crickstein match you're talking about. Yes um seven six in the in the fifth in set the fifth and that was probably one of the most famous rants too and this is why they what was the quote yep uh, this is see Connor Ststruttz uh, this is what they paid for yeah. this is what they
1: want this is what they want yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's and, looking and straight into the TV camera at the you've same time seen uh, our our uh, one of my favorites I believe it was 30 for 30 uh on ESPN it was a little sad and heartbreaking to see that Crickstein and Jimmy were practice partners and Jimmy took him under his wing and after they after that match and that was 1991 yes they have not talked to Since. this day
1: hmm. Hmm.
0: there is bad blood my <laughs> friends
1: yeah there's a bad moon rising <laughs> definitely <laughs> then also on this day in 1977 all right uh, th- this is a really famous uh, uh, racket that was being used at this time that was outlawed. This was uh, yes. Mike Fishback, twenty-two-year-old Mike Fishback, uh, kind of a unknown journeyman, uh, upsets number sixteen seed Stan the Man Smith. Stan
0: yeah. Smith, Stan Smith, the, the, the most orthodox, wonderful servant volley. Just great guy. Classic. Classic in every sense of the word. Did you own some Stan Smith shoes? I still own Stan Smith shoes. And in honor of Stan Wawrinka winning last night, I wore my Stan Adidas, um, Stan Smith, really, bucket hat this morning or this afternoon. (laughs) I'm just still buzzing and so happy about Stan playing well. But back to Stan Smith. Yeah, uh, remarkably orthodox guy, and I can see him. Not uh, being very happy when a journeyman takes him down with crazy topspin yes, and, and underspin with yes. that spaghetti oh my racket. gosh yeah yeah, so and I remember fishback and he started a trend. Yes. he had and I don't just mean the hipster headband and beard look. Um, he started the spaghetti strings thing with the protrusions and the ITF. Uh, I'm sure allowed it for a little bit. I know didn. I know Nastasi, these guys were kind of known for at least experimenting with it. Um, and they outlawed it when Craig. Well, it's, it's
1: right after that, basically seventy-eight, <laughs> uh, probably like <laughs> I think a couple of weeks, basically. But here, here's the story. It says yeah, yeah. Uh, using the eventually outlawed spaghetti strings. Twenty-two-year-old Mike Fishback upsets number sixteen seed Stan Smith, zero and, <laughs> and two. not
0: even close, not even close. I, re- I, I realized Stan was near the end of his career. Yeah, yeah, he's
1: a little so long th- in the th- tooth. Th- th- yeah.
0: The zero two does surprise me because. I don't care if you're forty years old. You're Stan Smith, and you're probably you get beat six gonna... zero. You get yeah, you get a bagel. I mean, you're six foot four, and you have one of the best serves in the history of tennis. At that point, point. and you wear some cool sneaks. Yeah, yeah. you were amazing sneaks. Yeah, you're gonna hold serve a few times, but zero two. Ouch! Yeah, that guy must have been ripping passes like yes. like Rafa Nadal before Rafa was born. Well, uh, what,
1: what, what would Rafa say?
0: <laughs> well, you know, I uh, very much enjoy to play with the polyester slings and it uh, allows me a lot of topspin. And I, uh, you know, you play with aggression, you work hard, you uh, you make the passing shots. It's uh, It's what I do, you know. And I'm sure Fishback had that feeling.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And they uh, they only played a best of three set at at that time. They didn't
0: play five sets. Yeah, I think first four rounds or so uh, until quarters probably. Yeah. Right. And then quarters on big time uh, three out of five. Played five right there. Fishback
1: described. Now this is how the Washington Post. You want to go? Ooh boy, I think they might get a little. (laughs) They might get a little. uh, Uh, A call from Fishback's lawyer after this. They described him, Mike Fishback, in quotes, an amply bearded, amusing, apple juice-slugging refugee from the satellite circuit.
0: (laughs) Was that Washington Post? That was either Woodward or Bernstein writing that one. Probably. Yeah, those guys didn't uh, hold back. Right. Uh, so he uses a racket that is uh,
1: he is strung with two interwoven layers of gut reinforced with fish test line well naturally he 's fish back so yep, fish, name, yeah, excellent fish, fish, fish test line uh, adhesive tape and twine that helps generate extraordinary amounts of spin. string method is eventually outlawed by the governing bodies i don 't think it lasted very long i don't, I think it was it just didn't. it was just it, didn't. Uh, it, it was not around very long. I knew that uh, 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 we had had a racket like that in Oklahoma That's City. True. You you've experimented with it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was it was quite uh, quite a racket, even a, for a seventeen year old kid in Oklahoma City with no topspin. <laughs> yeah, with continental grips. Yeah, <laughs> you could hit a little topspin right there and, and bounce it over the the wall in Oklahoma City at, at oh, Woodlake so. Racket Club. So so very good from uh, story behind the story. Yeah, a uh, couple of birthdays. You know, today. You know, guess who it was? That, you know, he also. Uh, had the great run in 1991. This We've is James mink. Scott Connors. We've
0: already mentioned him and he deserves another one.
1: Right. So he was born in 1952. Mm-hmm. So I'm 59. So that, see, he's eight years older than I am. So that would be 67. Yeah. So
0: happy birthday to Jimbo Connors, right? Happy birthday, buddy. What an amazing competitor, one of the most intense uh, guys. And it, it's funny, you know, you talk about, uh, I think last week or a couple weeks ago, we're talking about all these. Uh, August birthdays and how much they have in common uh, Felix Auger-Aliassime is the the youngest but you know Rod Laver Pete Sampras Roger Federer you, they're on the Mount Rushmore of tennis for sure oh, absolutely yeah yep, And absolutely. they're all born within 2 or 3 days of each other different years obviously How about this one um, the astrology folks aren't uh, probably not going to like this one is September 1st, Gael Monfils. Yes. September 2nd, Jimmy Connors. Yes. Completely different, right? Polar uh, opposites.
1: One was there to uh, just destroy the opponent, and the other one was there to try to entertain,
0: entertain. the opponent, too. <laughs> I, I mean, whether Jimmy was 19 in his first win at the U.S. Open in 1971, or in his swan song later years, or forget the tour, the senior tour at the age of 43, that guy was there to win. He was, yeah. and I was. I was
1: telling uh, Adrian offline yeah. that that there's a great Faraday uh, just recently out with John McEnroe, and Faraday asked him, you know, kind of oh, some questions, kind of just some fat, fast uh, questions. Yeah. Toughest competitor? He goes, James Scott Connor. He didn't even hesitate. He didn't did not
0: yeah. did not. Uh, blame. I mean, I'm sure uh, there are some other names here and there, but. In the front of his brain was Jimmy.
1: You're right. Yeah. yeah. So he he was uh, definitely uh, Connors will be remembered for a lot of different things. You yeah. know? tennis talent. I mean, obviously he's one of the greats. Uh, 110, you know, titles. I think he's he uh, when Roger won his hundredth title, he yeah. goes, "Welcome to the club." I was getting yeah. a little lonely on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> the only <laughs> only guy with 110 titles. I mean, Jimmy was a character for sure,
0: and Gaël is a character. Did the 360 Gael. overhead. Kyle is hilarious, and I love him. And I'm sure it's frustrating if you're a fan of his. uh, He's still in this open, and he destroyed Pablo Andujar, who's a, you know, he's a warrior, pretty good player. He's a good player. He's a remarkable player, and to destroy him, something like six one six one six two, something like that today. Impressive performance and. He has earned a match with the winner of the one we're watching right now, Marine village yes. yes, and Rafa Nadal. Or Rafael.
1: That's right. Uh-huh. Yep. Also, we got a couple other birthdays. It's kind of interesting uh-huh. uh, month, also, too, that we've got coming up. Uh, the great Goran Ivanisevic, born on the thirteenth of, yes. of September. We've got uh, Rosie Casals on uh, the sixteenth. Little Mo, Little Mo, the, Connolly, the, the, Marine, yes. Connelly,
0: Legend, yes. nineteen fifty-eight Grand
1: Slammer. That's correct. That's correct. Uh-huh. Uh, Career cut short, way too short. She might have been on the Mount Rushmore if if uh, she was. She was in the fifties. She was definitely mowing sure. and going. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, a local guy around town, Mariano Puerta, nineteen seventy eight on the nineteenth. Yeah,
0: a future guest on this podcast. Yes. yes. He's booked. He's ready.
1: Yep. Uh, we also have uh, Juan Martin Del Poltro on the 23rd. Everybody loves him. Yep. I'm one of them. Yep. Yeah, I like Delpo. Uh, one of the Woodies, uh, Mark Woodford, born in 1965 on the same date, the 23rd. This is the tall, mm-hmm. uh, red-haired Woody. Yes. Yep. And then we also have Jack... Soxy.
0: Soxy Sock. <laughs> Jackie Socky, USA. Right, on the 24th. One of, one of the finest doubles players of our time is, right now. That could be correct. Perhaps not in the top 100 in singles anymore, but heck of a dubs man.
1: Now, here here is would be a good mixed doubles match. The next four people in line, just think about this. Serena Williams on the 26th. Yep. 27th, Simona Halep. All right. Marin Cilic on the 28th. And Martina Hingis on the 30th. Man. Wow. What What a... What a mixed doubles team that would be, right? So yeah. that that's right in a row. Bang, bang, bang. Serena, Simona, Marin, and Martina.
0: All these champs. That's great. Yeah.
1: So th- those are your birthdays uh, for uh, the first set. Yeah. Uh, with the story behind the story and our birthdays uh, sponsored by Vontagio you want to mm-hmm. make a quick plug for the Vontagio brothers oh
0: uh, I just love the guys involved it's um, you yeah, know it's the colors of tennis many of not all but many of their apparel items uh, it's like this competitive advantage when you're about to hit a big serve and you look at your wristband or you're bouncing the ball and there are the stripes there's the blue of the Australian Open there's the orangey sort of clay color of Roland Garros there's that green of the grass, and the bottom one, of course, is a little darker blue. U.S. Open, and I, I just love wearing the wristbands, love their stuff. Yeah, good, good company. So check them out on vantaggio.com. I believe it's vantaggio. vantaggio.tennis dot tennis is their Instagram, and vantaggio tennis is their uh, blog and. Uh, online presence, yeah. Okay, well, shout out to the Vontagio brothers. Yeah, I always liked this like this, like kind of like the Italian brothers. Hey, Mario <laughs>
1: Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> hey, there we go. All right, so the second set is sponsored by Yonex, the good folks at Yonex. That'd be Mark Gonzalez and oh. the good folks with actually it's Yonex. I yeah, know it's you, Yonex yeah, because we, the
0: guy's name Yoneyama, right? right? We gotta
1: yeah. say Yonex. So we let's uh, go with Yonex. Yeah, in Texas, we
0: say Yonex. We yeah. say Yonex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I grew up in New York, and we always said Yonex. Right. So yeah. Yonex is
1: the pronunciation yeah. that is correct. So yeah. we want to be. be be careful how we say that so Yonex is uh, uh, it's, sponsoring it's, the second I, set I love
0: that they're sponsoring it but do they really even need a lot more exposure it's the it brand out there now huh? oh my goodness yeah. it's on TV constantly obviously maybe I'm a little biased I love Avrinka so much I really like Belinda Bencic and she had a great match with another Yonex girl uh, Osaka this morning. Yes. So that's Osaka. a lot of, of Ys on that court yes. right? between Bencic and Osaka. The yeah. YY is, is
1: well represented. Yeah, at least four Ys. Let's do a little recapping. Speaking of the U.S. Oh, Open, yeah. this, this is our second set. Second we're going set, let's to, go. Let's talk about the U.S. Open, especially yes. on the women's side. We want to start off with the women's uh, singles draw. Uh, it looks like we're going to have Belinda Bencic and Donna Vekic. I like that. Yeah. You got to have a good. A lot of itches. Yeah. Yeah. Itch. Itch. Uh, And then uh, who do you think, who do you see uh, coming through uh, between uh, Bencic and Vekić?
0: Gosh, I have no idea. I know Bencic seems more versatile, more mature. Vekić, I don't know how she won that match today with uh, Julia uh, Gerges, the German. Um, she was up a set and a break uh, that and that really disappoints me that you know, know she 's
1: one of my favorites julia
0: <laughs> julia gorgeous you know is yeah, uh, she 's a big fan <laughs> of the show, and we 're big fans of her oh, her whole. Yeah. Whole game, she's you know, a good one. Yeah, I
1: saw her at the when uh, we had the women's tour over at the DFW yes, Hilton. Uh, she, up, the up preview there, yeah. a couple years ago. She was she played at uh, that tournament. Yeah, the DFW uh, Texas Open or whatever they called it yeah. at the time. Yeah, she was around, so I, I became an immediate fan. She's uh, there are a lot of guys. There, legions there are a lot <laughs> of fans. Legions. legions. <laughs> not women, but guys were in, she's the, in popular, the stands. Yeah, uh, very
0: very popular. So she was up a set and a break, yes. and and that break, uh, she may have been serving for it at the end of the second. And Donna is a fighter. That little Donna Vekic younger, um, really, really good returner, and seemed to rush Julius' forehand, which I think there's some technical flaws in the forehand. But, you know, um, in the end, it was just a huge, huge fight, and Vekic came out on top. There was even a challenge at the end. So I, I'm going to say Bencic because I believe... She's a little more well rested, a little more mature, and maybe she'll handle the moment a little better. But Vekic is a competitor, I and she know. also
1: got a walkover, so she had a walkover in the round well-rested. before. Yeah, yeah. she's well rested. Her so. physio is happy. Yep. Yeah, I think she's okay. Now, Good. match tonight, we've got Taylor Townsend, the oh. American Servant Volleyer who just we, we like Servant Volleyers on uh, oh.
0: on at the net. Hey, man, she's she makes her living at the net now, and it's funny because when I saw her six five years five or six years ago fairly average vollier, above average server, lefty, not quite an average mover. She moves great, she anticipates very well now. She's maybe I don't think she's a remarkable amazing vollier, but she puts herself in position Vision. to be a heck of a vollier and you know, she's at the net eighty percent of the time, man. It's great. We've got to go for her. yeah. Over the uh,
1: Canadian, I don't know if she's really Canadian. By oh, she's but- Romanian and
0: Canadian, Bianca yep. Andreescu
1: and. I see her. Andre S. Well, I can't pronounce her name, so I don't like her. She's so, out. She's hey, out. I know you can pronounce Taylor <laughs> Townsend. There's no right.
0: question. Yeah. TT, you're, you're, you got my vote. Actually, I, I think her nickname is Tay Tay. People Tay-Tay? call her Tay Tay. Instead of Tay Townsend. Tay Townsend, yeah. Okay. So maybe it's triple Ts. But uh, uh, Andre Askew, I see. Uh, you know, you look at her and you think, okay, she's a big that's girl. a large, strong girl. She's yes. so fit. And she crushes the ball. Well, once she crushes a few forehands and her opponent is, you know, two meters behind the baseline, she does drop shots with her forehand, like, on the level of Ash Barty. Yes. It's going to be a no, tough she, she's match a good, She's a good player. I know who she yeah. is, and I'm just joking. Yeah, she is. She is. I yeah. can
1: say Bianca. So, yeah, last told. name, sorry. Sorry, T- buddy. Tay-Tay.
0: Tay-Tay all the way, Dave. And fans of the show, you, we go back all the way to episode one with this shtick that, Uh, Craig will only root for people he can pronounce Yes, that that is correct. So then uh, at the bottom of the draw is,
1: White. at the top half is Elise Mertens. I can, you know, uh, pronounce her name, and she's sitting here waiting. She beat uh, On today. Oh, Christy On, Stanford girl. Yeah, played at Stanford. Yeah, who came out of nowhere. There's like, they said, 11 year gap between the time she played last time and this time, the largest gap ever. I didn't realize it was 2008. Eight, last time she played the U.S. Open, and then she came back. She she had something big on around her knee. She must have had a knee injury or something. yeah, 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 so Elise Mertens. Waits. What is it waiting in the wings out. We do have the quarterfinal set. Yeah, on the bottom half. Uh, bottom it's half. already ready, yeah. Uh, we have uh, Gael Monfi's squeeze. Uh, oh, yes. Elena
0: Svetlina. Svitolina. Yes. Svit- see, Craig can't pronounce it. Yeah, no. So, she's out. Her opponent, Johanna Conta. Jo- I can say Conta, so I'll say Conta. She's kind yeah. of Croatian, kind yep. of Australian, kind of British. Yep. I'm not a huge fan of her serve, but. Um, you know what? I know you're probably rooting for. Her. I'm for Svitolina, and I, yeah. you know, I'm kind of a sucker for the uh, the, the story. Um, so I want Svitolina to do well. I want Gaël Monfils to do well. Right. So I'll say Alina. I can say Alina. Yeah. Oh, I, I you're, do You're with me. Okay.
1: I'm, I'm with you on that. Then yeah. on the bottom half, we have Serena Williams versus Wang Chung.
0: <laughs> a
1: pop reference to it's the so eighty hard. early. I love it. See,
0: I you didn't you, you didn't know I was going to even mention that I tonight. I No idea. I love it. Um, uh, Wang, uh, is it Chung or Ching? I, I think it, whatever it is, everybody Ching calls Ching. her. Everybody on the tour calls her Q. Q. And even yes. a, a fellow who knows her very well, Darren Kale, who is still involved with Adidas and coaching, uh, when he's mentored her, her nickname's Q. Q. So we. Can it go it does
1: say that on the draw sheet. It says Q Wang.
0: Yeah, there it is. Q Wang Chung. She returns well. She will give Serena <laughs> some trouble but she she made ash barty look kind of pedestrian today i mean she i my, my theory yeah. is ash may not be ready or or may my, not be as um, accustomed to her serve coming back that flat and that fast and that deep, yeah, that, girl, that, is that girl's a good player. Yeah, Q, Q can return, and and that and Q's movement is what I see could give Serena some trouble. But in the end, the spin and the serve and the experience of Serena is probably the the play. So going for Serena on that one right there.
1: So that's our women's draw. Good. Let's go to the men's draw really fast. Yeah, and we've got please. some. Got some. Let's go to the top half. We've got Stan the man. Uh, Stan the man comes through. Yeah, you know, over one Novak Djokovic, who we'll talk about a little bit later. How about yeah? We'll get, we'll in the next segment, we'll get we'll get that in the next segment we've got
0: a gate there. Yes, we've got, yeah, yeah. we got some gates about left to get to. Yeah, yeah got some gates. His uh, opponent there. is uh, Daniil Medvedev, who's who used to be a, a sweet kid, sweet sweet skinny little guy. Yeah, he ain't and sweet now no more. He, he rushes people. He has one of the hugest serves around. He's a little bit slappy, but the thing goes in. And he has turned heel. He's kind of a bad guy. He likes to break rackets. He likes to break rackets. He puts the middle finger up. up. He he also has embraced some of that brilliant Novak. Um, uh, very uh, what's a good word for that? Perseverance. A lot of chutzpah. Huchpa. Huchpa. Like when people are Huch. rooting against him, when ninety nine percent of the crowd is rooting against him, he's like, "Thank you, you know, like you right. helped me. Thank you." So that's a great quality, and I'm sure he's. Knackered after all these tough, long five-setters, and I give Stan the edge there. What do you think? I'll go with the man because he's he's a Yonex guy. You're with me. I go with the Yonex people. I I will say, head-to-head, they played on um, grass at Wimbledon, obviously, grass at Wimbledon. Uh, Two years ago, and Medvedev got the better of him. And Medvedev seems to like grass. And I don't think Stan is. He might be smoking grass, grass, right? He he could be. (laughs) He has gone full bad guy. He's turned coat and gone. He's turned heel. He's totally turned. You know, um, we may get to this later, but I just kind of want to mention it since we're on it. You and I love integrity, great pros, great guys like Roger Federer, Rod Laver, but. Something has been missing in tennis for the past 20 years, and that's some of these bad guys and some of the confrontation that we had that we were blessed with when Lendl and Mac hated each other, when Jimmy and many hated each other. And we're getting a little bit of that back. Nastasi is another one, Yeah. yeah. People yeah. people could uh, rally
1: around whoever was playing the Stasi. Absolutely. Ra- Whoever's playing Jimmy. Whoever was yeah. playing you know Mac. It was and, it was a little bit of world class wrestling at the time. You it, know it was kind was, of a show three ring circus going on. I mean I I used to not like it, but yeah. I can see the entertainment value because it was like a train wreck. And I hate to say use that, you know, because you don't want to see a train wreck, uh-huh. but, or, you know, or, uh, uh, you, why do people go to stock car races? They see, want to see crashes. Yeah. Well, those guys were crashing all over the place. Nobody's getting hurt. Yeah. But, but uh, it was definitely a, a sideshow. I guess it was the three ring circus that, uh, P.T. Barnum would have loved, right?
0: He would have loved to have been right in the middle of that. He would have sold tickets, yes. <laughs> and, and that's kind of what we're getting at here is, yes. uh, is I think people want this and, Maybe that's why Medvedev and Kyrios have absolutely huge followings. Well, that, then that was also on Faraday. If, yeah. you, if people go to
1: watch Faraday, McEnroe said that there's a lot of vanilla out there right now on the men's tour. Yeah. So, so these guys maybe got to have a little personality. Every yeah. once in a while, Got a got a chunk of racket. you got to
0: do a little Nick Kyrios. get a $130,000 fine, right? I, I, I'm guessing, Matt, I didn't see the interview with Faraday, and I, I love Faraday, but... I'm guessing Mac may have mentioned that he gets paid more, like it's in his contract to rant a little bit. I'm sure he does. As a 60-year-old man on the senior tour. Get off my lawn! (laughs) That's it. That's it. All right. We've spent a lot of time on the top. Uh-huh. half of the well, top we, we, what, half. Top. Let's go to the bottom of the top oh, half. we got the king. Oh, the Roger king. Federer and his opponent is baby king. Is a guy who, uh, he's basically the cover band version of Roger yes, Federer. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, he's yeah. the oasis yes. to Roger's Beatles right. in a way. Yeah. yeah,
1: so he's Gregor Dimitrov. Yes. Or Dimitrov. Yeah.
0: Dimitrov or Dimitrov? How do you say the guy's name? I'm sure it's like it's, TFO or TFO. I, you know? you got to roll the R, I'm thinking, and so I think it's, it's Dimitrov, 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 Dimitrov. Dimitrov. Dimitrov, Dimitrov. We need Dennis or Dimitru Oh, yes. Who, who we know are, are, are for, from our, Eastern yes. Europe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can't say his name. Fed. I go Fed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Grigor. I, Grigor. I, I, I can say I go, Grigor. I go Fed, too. I mean, I yeah. know Grigor's got to be motivated, and he's had a few bad years. He's had coaching changes, and a guy who was in his box for years, Danny Valverde, is now in Stan's box. Mm. So if Stan wins and Grigor wins, yeah. You know, that'll be very interesting. Yes. But obviously I'm for Roger and Stan, yeah. All
1: right. So let's go to the bottom half. Bottom of the half. Draw. Bottom half. Let's go bottom. Bottom. Bottom, bottom. Uh, we've got uh, a guy, I can't say his name. Oh. Uh, uh, is it Marin Chilich now? No, it's Matteo uh, Mateo Oh, Ber- Berrettini, the Berrettini. Italian big,
0: strong guy.
1: He doesn't win because he plays Monfi. I can say Monfi's
0: name. So. Oh, I love, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be an entertaining match. Uh, Berrettini, I, he's not exactly my style of, of He's got the the very direct, linear, flattish strokes, but um, and he's not as interesting and you know coming in and all that. But he's a hell of a competitor, and I'm I'm impressed with him. And of course, his opponent is Guillermo uh box office. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, get your popcorn ready, right? I'm definitely watching that. You <laughs> think
1: he'll do a 360 uh, overhead so. for the win?
0: I think so. I <laughs> hope that was heard. pretty funny. <laughs> I, I mean, even even if it's just great serve. High return and jump smash. I'm I'm all for the Gaël trying to be Pete. I'm all for that. All right, I got it. Got to
1: Got to Got to Over under. Oh. Over under. How many tweeners does Gaël monfi do in the match? Two. Oh
0: gosh. Three? Well, front facing one, okay. and facing backwards. I'm going with. You know, Bertina doesn't lob that much, so I'm going to keep it low at two. Two, okay, yeah. over under two. All and right. that's, I mean, I, I'm going to gonna take the over. You're going to go the over. <laughs> I think he's showing. If it goes four or five sets. Yeah. Right. All right.
1: Then the bottom half of the bottom draw, we've got uh, the, the smallest man on tour. I think Diego Schwartzman. Oh. I can I can say his name. Played one of the taller guys on tour. That would be Sasha Zara. Yes. And, and took him down in four sets: three, six, six, two, six, four, six, three. Mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, Zera broke a few rackets. You think he? Uh,
0: I, I'm guessing he broke some rackets, but. Didn't uh, see the match, but I knew. I, I, I you know. saw most of the match, and by the time. I'm guessing, uh, you know, half the match, that kid already had 11 or 12 double faults. Is he, he, I
1: saw one in the second set, and I was yeah. like, wow. I mean, it was on game point. I was like, what the heck
0: is he doing? Craig, is he going for t- for too much? No. Is he just. Total deceleration. Some yips and deceleration, and what. what I know a lot of uh, older coaches call it the yips. A lot of coaches call it the frozen elbow. Where, uh, it was frozen, just, definitely. Yeah, you're just not going fast, and your elbow's kind of not not fully uh, accelerating and pronating with the external to internal right. shoulder it, rotation. It, like.
1: Yeah, it wasn't good. It didn't look like he knew... He kind of lost his puppy on his serve. He didn't. He, he didn't. Yeah. He looked sad. His eyes looked yeah. sad. Yes. he's he's had a bad year. It seems especially like especially in best of five slams. Yeah, yeah, that good. And so I'm going to go uh, down to the bottom of the draw. So we're watching your favorite
0: person. That would be. Ah, I very much enjoy to watch Rafael Nadal. He is a Spanish warrior. He has a very very cool accent, and he is a. Yeah, he's a very aggressive player, very intense, and uh, very much enjoy it. Yeah,
1: and, and he's up two sets to to, to one
0: right now, and he's, a break, and a break
1: over Marin Cilic. I, yeah. So I would say you're going to be playing Diego Schwartzman in the next round. That would be in the quarterfinals. So I would, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Nadal into the quarters. Would you say that Schwartzman wins that match, or do you think he can rise above the competition and uh,
0: take take you out? Well, of course, Diego, I know him, He, uh, of course he has a chance, uh, I'm going to have to play my very best tennis, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a long day, yeah. Do had do play well in all three phases of the game? <laughs> all three phases, every cliche possible, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Craig Bell referring to our local... NFL coach uh, Jason Garrett, who who, who always says, who is famous for trotting out a few coaching tropes, and it's and always three phases of the game: offense, defense, <laughs> it's been, it's special, special teams. teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to work on a, a old version of that yeah. uh, of three phases yeah. of the game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's always always fun. All right, yeah. and then we've got some uh, women's doubles. I think we have got off the uh, let's see the Ash. Ash Barty, yes, and Azarenka finally have ended the run of Coco and uh, Katie they, McNally.
0: Yes, the McCoco. Ooh, boy, they yeah. got they got sla- slapped around zero and one. So, well, I, uh. I, I, maybe they're just not used to playing quite this many matches on these stages. And yeah, fifteen, seventeen year old couple of teenagers yeah, that did yeah. really
1: well. Won ten
0: matches in a row, never lost a set. Look, no pressure, uh, huge upside, and I'm a fan of both. I, I'm. I, You know, Let them develop, and uh, I know there's lots of controversy around the age eligibility rulings and the limiting of play of Coco, but my goodness, they play singles well, they play doubles well, and more power to them. God bless them, and proud to have these girls on our roster here in the state. I think they've got a a good future for U.S. tennis
1: is in good hands. Actually, on the women's side, we've got a lot of nice players coming up on the women's side. We really do. Really, Guy yeah. side, I think we're okay, but we we have a lot of good players, but yeah. I wouldn't say great players. But I think that you know Coco yeah. and uh,
0: and folks yeah. folks listening at home, uh, uh, click on uh, episode nine with and Coach Gulley had lots of good things to say and lots of realistic, tough love things to say about American men's tennis. If, if I may, just add a little bit. Um, women's tennis has such good prize money and such good marketing. In the states, that um, we're getting some of the very best athletes who are really, really attracted to tennis in their early teens, and they're really sticking to it, and it's paying off. Yeah, and in men's tennis, um, you know, you hear it a lot. And is it an excuse? Yeah, maybe. Is it real? Yeah, probably. That a lot of our best athletes are playing some basketball. And lacrosse and football and some other sports and hockey. When you're like Zeke Elliott's
1: holding out for what, forty five million or whatever, and you can only you can't make that yeah, you know, in maybe a lifetime. No, I this mean, Roger, yeah. yeah, there's some guys who can yeah make you can that make choice. that kind of cash, but but yeah. that's but Zeke's one of many yeah. that they're holding out. He's holding out for a, a football contract yeah. to be the best paid, but at the same yeah. time, you don't you're not going to make that kind of cash in in tennis that you will in football, baseball, basketball no. in the United States. Yeah. So, but on the women's side, that's huge money, I think, compared to the guy side, which you've got other sports that are, that attract
0: the money guy, the money athlete, where Definitely. tennis is. And, and And I'm sure that's the case in other countries, but... It is in a huge way the case in this country. Well, there's no football for for girls. Yeah. There, there's really not any baseball. There's there was a softball league, but it, it's defunct.
1: Yeah. Uh, women's basketball. I don't WNBA, think WNBA. There's, it's there's not some on,
0: cash in that. Yeah, there's a little there's bit some, and yeah, some
1: women's soccer. Maybe some a little good cash and ratings. But the, yeah. but there's not anything like football and baseball yeah. on yeah. the women's side. So yeah. that's where tennis, I think, gets gets a, a, a better look from an athletic standpoint it's, on the women's side. Yeah, it's
0: such a feather in our cap. Uh, Billie Jean King started that ball rolling and. Uh, a uh, huge feather in our cap here.
1: So, uh, who do you think uh, you're going to go with the number one seeds
0: of uh, Babos and Miladovic? Oh, know? I love Kiki yeah. Miladovic, okay. uh, girlfriend of Dominic, team, and cool name. And I like Timmy Obabos also, the Hungarian. They are playing Vika Azarenka and Ash Barty. Ouch. That's going to be a great match. Yes, in the quarterfinals. And then Uh uh, looking around
1: down below, a bunch of people. I can't pronounce her name. Carolyn (laughs) Dohide and,
0: uh, you know, let's see, King. King, is that? Oh, yeah. uh, And you know who I like is uh, Barbara Stritskova, the Czech girl. Yeah. And she's with Shea. Her partner is uh, the... Uh, tai, you know, Taipei. Taipei. Girl. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's a good team. And they are seeded pretty high, my right? Yeah, number
1: two. They're oh, number two yeah. seed, yeah. yeah. They're playing Ostapenko and Kitchenik. You know, I guess in yeah. uh, the, right, actually probably tonight, uh, when we just printed off, they hadn't yeah. uh, finished the matchup. But, uh, yeah, it looks like yeah, I'm going to go with the number one seeds. I think the seeds hold out.
0: I, you know, and if they lose to Barty and Azarenka, I feel like Barty and Azarenka are my Probably going to win. Yeah. You know, Barty, <clears throat> um, uh, is so good in so many ways, and she's won a slam this year, the French. It's kind of, uh, it was shocking to me that she didn't win, even get to the finals in in Wimbledon, lost to Ali Risk. Yeah, you um, think of serve and volley with that kind of chip and charge. And you'd, the yeah. slicing and the feel and the touch. We would do better at Wimbledon than the French Open. So, you know what, as much as I like Kiki, uh, Azarenka and Barty are my picks for the whole tournament. Yep, I, yeah. I I agree.
1: All right, let's go on to the men's side of the equation. Cool, it's men's doubles. Men's dubs. Men's the dubs. The Brian Bros. Yes, Seated still. They're slipping, but yeah. in terms of ranking, yeah, they they did make <clears throat> the quarters though. They hadn't. Uh,
0: they lost to uh, Jackson Withrow and Jack Sock. Sock. That's right. And Jack Sock is is uh, quickly and steadily laying claim to being one of the best doubles players of this era. Him and anybody. Yeah. Yeah, You think think we could win
1: with him? I think so. A
0: couple of over
1: 50 age guys could could win with Jack Sock. Jack Sock (laughs) and anybody is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe not anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking about but the, all the pro- Oh, slipping. Okay. Talking about the Bryans slipping. Yes, yes. yeah. Yeah, uh, the Bryans have not slipped nearly as much as a couple 50 year old oh, okay. dudes. Yeah, like right.
1: yeah. I, I didn't get my invitation. Yeah. You know, I never, yeah. hadn't seen it. But uh, he's playing uh, Jamie Murray and who's his partner? I can't even pronounce his name. Skips? Skupsky, oh, yeah. Skupsky, 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 Skupski. He's not playing with his brother. I'm surprised that, that yeah. uh, Andy must not. I don't think he's he's fully recovered off that hip deal. I don't know if he's <clears> ever <throat> going to make it back. I think he's limited on what he can do. I just think that uh, it might be.
0: Uh, we might have seen the last of Andy Murray for a while I hope not do you think I, I miss him I, uh, well, where's he been
1: where's Andy been Andy uh, <clears throat> uh, you
0: know I've been in uh, in Majorca actually at, at, oh you've at, been training at, at Rafa's place at Rafa's academy I've uh, did he invite you down for the I, I've had quite a summer I've I've had uh, mediocre results in, uh, in doubles uh, finally won a bloody singles match or two it was against uh, an academy student but uh yeah, it's uh it's been a great summer. I've done some non profit work for um uh you know, voiceover work for insomnia charities. I've had great success. Insomnia yeah. charities, oh, ah, yeah, yes, yes. Great success. I'm not sure if if it's my Very very boring tennis game, or if it's my monotone voice, but uh, or maybe both. I'm having great luck getting a lot of people a lot of rest. So that's been that's been sort of the philanthropic. Well,
1: that's a natural way. It's kind of an organic way to put people to sleep, right? (laughs) As opposed to using medicine, you you know. Now you can just you just talk to people, and within three minutes, I'm sure they fall asleep, right? Yeah, uh,
0: it's it's. I, I, I hope one day this can solve the opioid crisis. You know, who knows? Well, you know, if you come over to India, maybe Haji
1: you know, he he might say, "Hey, Andy, if you come over to India, you get many rupees, we, and you can and talk uh, tennis to uh, our, our friends from uh, New Delhi."
0: I'm I'm all about uh, helping folks, uh, especially in uh, lucrative. Market like uh, really, really any lucrative market. Yeah. Well, we we
1: say so many or- rupees. We have many <laughs> or rupees for you in, in India. So you come over to
0: India and and we have good curdy. We I I I, I make curdy for you. Andrew Murray is there. He's he. Uh, you know he loves Indian food. Being a Brit, yeah. So
1: who who are we going with? Uh,
0: back to uh, oh yeah, jobs. Yeah. You, well, Andy sco- and Haji have to leave I'm, right now. I'm I, I'm rooting for Jackson Withrow. The kid played at Texas A&M. I've met him personally. In fact, I'll probably post a shot of us at the uh, at a challenger here in Dallas. This kid was playing challengers, yes, not, that l- ago, not that long and ago. Here he is in the quarters, quarters. Is that correct? Quarters, quarters of a slam. Yes, uh, with Jack Sock. That's pretty great um, for him. I do like the way Jamie Murray plays, and he made a Bucharest backfire kind of a shot the other day. Highlight reel yesterday. Oh, really? total highlight ESPN, reel. ESPN top ten. Totally beautiful and. You got to root for Murray, but I'm for. Withrow and throwing sock. Who else? Oh, Cabal. of course, Cabal and Farah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. um, our the our, Colombians. One of our guests, Jason Marshall, uh, had a nice story with with uh, Farah. Uh, so you got to root for them, and they yep. d- they won Wimbledon, right? Yes, they have. Yeah. That's yeah. a good. Good. Uh, and who's in the bottom half? Uh, Gr- Grand Oh yeah, and, well, and, Mark uh, Marcel Grandiers. Uh, who's the Gr- other granola. one Granola I call him Granola Granola Um uh, <laughs> uh, how about the guys who beat Lukasz Kubot and Melo I love yes. those guys it's uh, Mayer and Sousa. Uh, Sosa and Meyer. Ooh, Meyer. Yeah. Yes, that's Which Meyer is it? I think it's the Argentinian one. It's not Gene, is it? It's not Gene Meyer. It's uh, <laughs> Leo, the one hander. <laughs> oh. And his partner is, there's a couple Sosas and one Sammy? Brazilian. What about Sammy? This is the Portuguese one. <laughs> oh, not, not Sammy? This, not Big ba- Sammy, yeah. Not, not the baseball big, player? Yeah, not that oh, one. Okay. Yeah. Not Sammy Sosa? So Meyer and Sosa are playing who? Uh, Wimbledon. Uh, is it Kravitz and Andres Mies, Mies? yeah. Finalists at Wimbledon, right? Yeah, anybody I can't pronounce yeah. their name, oh, I'm Oh, forget, forget, yeah, forget them. Forget them. No. They're, they're not. I,
1: we can say Meyer and Sosa win that you know, all the way, or maybe Granola and Zabalias, mm. you, know, you know, right there. Uh, so those
0: are the top top dogs, I guess. Yeah,
1: there, yeah. 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 So, still some good tennis on the double side. you good know. Stuff. Yep, good stuff right there. So let's uh, uh, move on. Actually, yep. we're, we're going to try to keep this – to an hour, we're going to try to try to do this. We're, we're going to exercising
0: work a lot of discipline because yes. you know, we've just got a ton to say. We we uh, but we need to, I, I think, we need to move on to I, set I, I think three. It's good. Yeah, yeah. So, we've had a good recap. Uh, this third set
1: is sponsored Who by Dry socks. Dry, Dry socks. Dry Dry Socks, yes. If you like socks, do you wear socks? I you don't have socks on tonight at though. the moment, no, but earlier. The white version of the dry socks. You've got black ones, right? Yes, I have black ones yeah. on tonight, actually. Yeah. And so we want to give a shout-out to our buddy, Don Big Soxy Crucius. He turned 80 yesterday. Happy birthday, buddy. September 1st was his uh, big day. And then Reggie Young, who's actually the owner of dry socks. Yeah. Yeah. say Shout-out to those guys. So this is What's Your Game, Mr. Chabria? Set
0: number three. Set number
1: three. This is Miscellaneous Musings with AJC. We're going to talk about Jokergate. You know, uh, there was uh, one Novak Djokovic who just played the other night against now Stan Wawrinka, who we, stand the man, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Do, do you feel like that the Joker gave his best effort or he might have been, uh, uh, let's say, um, uh, didn't want to lose and wanted to get out of Dodge really fast? Or maybe he had maybe dinner reservations at uh, a New York restaurant that
0: uh, he needed to, to make the restaurant reservations for? CB, what a great question. Um, I know that was kind of a two-parter, and I'm going to do my best to get to the second one, but I believe he did give his best effort, but not in a sustained way. And here's what I mean. I don't doubt that he was hurt. Uh, I don't doubt that he tried and tried. That first set, lost at 6-4, went up 3-love in the second, broke fairly quickly, and showed a lot of resolve and a lot of effort which was really your question, but I'm going to go beyond. and show. He showed a lot of resilience. When Stan fought back so ably and moved maybe better than Joker and pushed him back a little bit more and came to the net a little bit, I think it deflated him. And when Stan ended up breaking him twice in a row uh, and then winning that set 7-5 in the end, deflated. That was it? Deflated, yeah. And uh, this is where, did he give his best effort? I believe for those first three games of the third set, Craig, he did. But then when he realized, look, now I'm down two sets and a break and my shoulder hurts. And because I'm losing, my shoulder hurts more. And I'm going to lose this 6-1 or 6-2. So Stan, too good, amigo. Uh, Let's shake hands. Let's have a hug. And you move on. And I'm just going to try not to hurt myself more with... You know, Stan was pummeling his backhand and as amazing and uh, as much of an all-time great as Novak is, there's something a little bit missing when Novak's um, uh, defense to offense counterpunching, as Gully called it last week, there's something there's some variety missing where you know, guys like Stan, who have a pretty even record with Joker in slams, I believe it's four and four. And his record is 19-6 and six in favor of Djokovic overall sure. on the tour. But in slams, they've met eight times, and they've split them. And at the U.S. Open, it's now the past two times have been Stanley.
1: Yeah. So Joker
0: gave up, like, Al Servic
1: and Caddyshack? <laughs> <laughs> When, when uh, they were playing for the big money, and then he acted like, oh, my arm hurts. He folded. Oh, oh, he my! <laughs> folded <it laughs> like that. Cheap tin like tent.
0: Al Cervic. Yeah. Rod, yeah. Roddy Dangerfield. Look it up. You didn't know oh, I was going to pull I,
1: that. I, I pulled no. that one out of the air, AJ. I had
0: no idea. And now I'm wishing I had wore my, worn my uh, Stan Bucket hat today because Craig would have told me, hey, what did you get? A
1: free, free bowl, bowl soup. Put that hat.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, I pulled that one. I, I saved yeah,
0: yeah, that. that. that you folks did, you at say, home, that was not on our run sheet. Well done, Craig. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah. I figured that you would like the reference in Caddyshack. To, yeah, just right when he when he hit the, hit a shot, he goes, "Oh, yeah. my arm hurts." And they were about to lose, and that's when Danny Noonan he was. Yeah. I can I can get Danny Noonan to come in.
0: Yeah. Hey, quick! Yeah. Uh, since that's not allowed in tennis uh, to get a pinch here, Quick aside, uh, I liked how Stan handled it because if Stan was a bit of a drama queen, and maybe Stan had that reputation a few years back, and I think he did. But if Stan was a little dramatic, uh, you know, he would have felt like, ah, you know, Joker took the moment away or he should have finished. Nonsense. Stan was completely gracious, totally understood. And portrayed that he didn't, he didn't oh, ask Novak to come out and speak with him did he <laughs> he, he didn't do the joint interview that it wasn't <laughs> wasn't quite that gracious and adorable <laughs> as Coco and so- oh, Osaka yeah hey Djokovic uh, <clears throat> released a statement <throat> and I don't know if this is PR people or Joker's innate wisdom but he released a statement and he goes look I don't blame them for boo- booing me I don't blame them like they wanted more tennis and it was he was waving good to him he was waving to him and he, he gave the thumbs
1: up right he, gave, he yeah. didn't he didn't fly the the the, uh, the the finger the finger yeah. at him yeah. like Medvedev would have yeah. yes right or nick or something yeah. right so so you you're saying a little bit of a mm, you
0: know. uh, so my answer is yeah. a bit of double speak sorry but your question was did he give his best effort yes and no yes he did and not in a sustained way and he he put the flag up, white flag. That's okay. Yeah, you know he's done it before. And you know I believe Stan has had to retire once too. Uh, but just
1: him. in the U.S. Open though, know, he was playing so well, and I just didn't yeah. see the resolve for him to fight. I I hope he's okay. Yeah, yeah I really do. I hope he's yeah. not hurt. But it just seemed like it was under dubious uh, yeah, was circumstances funny. that uh, the Joker yeah. walked off
0: last you know, night. And, and if we can go back to the last time they played on the same court, it was the 2016 final. And Djokovic won the first set, which he didn't do last night. He was kind of in there, and then he was getting uh, his butt handed to him, and he called the trainer. And it seemed weird, dubious, disruptive, uh, and Stan was clapping back a little bit about it. Last night, I, I know he did call the trainer. It was legitimate. It was within the 90 seconds, and then he simply shook hands. That was it. So that was audios. So maybe in a way he learned from it, or, yeah. I don't know. All right. Prize money. Prize money
1: gate. We're yes. going to talk about some prize another money. Gate. Get another
0: gate. Another gate. Yep. Yeah. Let's, you know, hashtag pay tennis players. I know that's yes. becoming a popular hashtag. Yes. We've read some good articles. Roger himself joining the player council in favor of playing lower ranked players much, much better. Vashek Pospisil had a great article. Yes, um, very interesting article. Noah Rubin appeared. This wasn't an article. This was a wonderful, excellent interview by a veteran broadcaster, Ted Koppel, a a household name since 1970, whatever, um, on CBS uh, morning, Sunday morning, Sunday morning, morning. yeah, yep, a couple weeks ago. So uh, the, the gist or the the. The uh, overarching theme of these is, let's play tennis players better... That's on the low and middle end of the sport, Craig. Let's talk about the top end of the sport. Yes, uh, our crackpot research department came up with some really
1: interesting facts. All right, so at the U.S. Open, this is all equal prize money. So U.S. Open is totally in. Billie Jean King did a great job of you know really uh, making sure that uh, women get equally paid, and especially at the U.S. Open, they followed suit uh, on on uh, this particular topic. Uh, The winner. Of the men's and women's singles, guess what they're going to come away with? I think Gully mentioned this. It's more than 2 point something million. Oh, yeah. It? Yes, it's 3.850. It's close to four, four bills. Four, yeah. four bills for, yeah. for a two-week effort. Now that's that, that's pretty darn strong. If you, if you get to the finals, you're going to get 1.9. So you almost get 2 million. Yeah. All right, so that's not bad. So like we're watching some guys here in the fourth round, they're going to get $280,000 just for making the or making the fourth round. Yeah. You get 500,000, you get half a mil if you hit the quarters. And if you hit the semis, you get 960 so that's a pretty good cheese right there,
0: AJC. So for on, singles. So on the high end, uh tennis is doing pretty well and yes. prize money is awfully strong.
1: Now, if if you just made it, you just made it to the to the big big event, you're going to get $58,000 no. for for showing up and saying qualifying yes. or, or getting yes. in
0: direct entry yes. and losing first round. And th-
1: this is uh men and women, both equal no. pay for for singles. Now, if you're on the double side of the equation, you, you ain't quite living at the uh, Four Seasons. You might be hitting the La Quinta or the uh, <laughs> motel 6 where yeah. Bob Bodette will leave the light on for you. <laughs> he will leave it on.
0: <laughs> uh, so the prize money in dubs yes. considerably less.
1: Yeah, oh yes. Uh, uh-huh. So so I, uh, the crackpot research department uh, has figured out that if you win on the men's or women's doubles uh-huh. equal prize money, you split 740. <laughs> so you split $740,000. Yeah. That's not bad. So yeah. that's not not bad bad payday if you make it to the finals, you're going to get you're going to split 370. Yeah. So if you're in the semis, one seventy five. Quarterfinals, ninety one thousand. So for both men and
0: women's uh, doubles. So good paydays. Yes. I like Jackson Withrow's chances for having a career year or so far. Career year. Yes. Because he's he's in the quarters of the
1: dub. That's awesome. Yep. So so a total prize money outlay of. $57,238,700. Total purse, $57 million. And that is up 13% from last year's $50 million, a little over $50,565,840. So that's up 13%. So what do you think, now, since the open era in 1968, our crackpot research department was really digging deep on the R&D. Mm-hmm. What do you think that the total prize money was in 1968? Gosh,
0: that's I, it, that's I, before you were born. I wasn't even born. I do know I my, was born, but you know. my, my first uh, when this is on my radar, seventy two. Um, it was about twenty five grand for the winner and fifty something. So I'm gonna guess. Thirty thousand total purse. Total purse twenty
1: six thousand one hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Oh, I was still high, and I was trying to go crazy low. Wow, Twenty-six thousand. 26, that's across the board, which is roughly half a first round losers.
1: Yes, check, check this week, check, yeah. check, check, check on that. <laughs> yeah, that, that you know that's amazing that you start looking at. It. So the first time that really the U.S. Open topped the million mark just in total prize money was in nineteen eighty four. $1.4 million, $1,461,896 back in 1984, which isn't that long ago. 35, yeah, well, 35 years ago, right. total price purse was 1.4. So, one that, person, do you think, yeah. you know, that, that's, uh, now, in 35 years, trust me, you know, the price of a car of it, is a lot different. And it, but, Well,
0: the price of, and, and this is really Noah Rubin's and Vachik Pospisil's uh, point, the price of hotels, coaching, training, um, uh, airfare. You know, it's all exorbitant
1: yes. now, yeah. So so now, so when we break the seven-digit, go into the eight-digits, that yeah. would be 2000 That would be $15 million in the year 2000. A big step up from 99 to 2000. Yes, yeah. in 99 was 7.75, so there was a 97... Doubled it. Doubled it in the year 2000. Yeah, 97% yes.
0: uh, uh, increase, yeah. Yeah,
1: and so then you start seeing the, the, the huge jumps. You know, you usually see a single-digit... Uh, um, Actually they were down uh, in 2007 they went yeah. from two thousand six twenty one million down to nineteen million
0: a seven seven point three four percent decrease the USDA decided to tighten it up a little bit I know the re- you know we're not yeah. actually looking at the, our crackpot research staff didn't didn't get the revenue side of this and it's yes. all public uh, you can go look look it up. it up but these are the numbers what we're concentrating on tonight is the numbers that the USGA is parting with, so you know yes. they're, they're doing fine. They're doing yes, fair. and they're
1: still knocking out two fifty themselves. You know, two hundred and fifty big ones, million, million. Yeah, yeah. yeah not hundred thousands. Two hundred fifty. Supposedly, that's what they earn after all bills are paid. Yeah. You know, all the umpires, all the ball kids, all the you know whatever. Impressive. You know, that, that's still an impressive amount. That's why we, you have two stadiums that uh, that have roofs on them. The roofs, where they can still yeah. play tennis like they did were today because it didn't rain. Rainy, yeah, yeah. It was it was raining up there, but uh, the, and that's. Been really the first year in a long time that was a decrease. Everything else was pretty much an increase mm-hmm. in uh, pay, except for uh, actually. I'll take that back. Two thousand five. There's a half a percent decrease.
0: Oh, these are insignificant. That's the numbers. next, yeah. Second,
1: yeah. but the seven seven percent decrease in two thousand seven was uh, uh, very interesting, right there. So that's yeah. that's uh, prize money gate. I think that uh, uh, top of the top of the heap. Pays really well. Bottom of the heat and doubles.
0: And We're I'll... struggling a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Once again, hashtag, pay tennis players. Uh, enter that. Look it up there's some good interesting stuff out
1: there okay let's go on to the force this is sponsored by our good friends at court harbor that'd be johnny mclam mclam hope he's okay he's in north carolina so he's in kind of in i wouldn't say the direct harm's way but he could north of it yeah but but there might be some uh uh opportunities for some some wind or some rain over there in the north carolina area so hope hope uh uh, he'll be okay uh but let's talk about Bob Gate. Now we're talking to another gate, Bob Gate. So we, we had Bob Bryan make a, a unusual. Uh, I w- wouldn't call that, in in my opinion, not that big a deal. Took a racket and kind of pointed. Gesture, yeah. Yeah, with a racket, racket yeah. gesture. That's a good way to yeah. put it. Made a gesture towards
0: uh, after a, a call that didn't. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was a it was a call he questioned, he challenged yes. it. Turned out he was right, and sometimes a player will simply ask the umpire in the chair to please remove that lines person if he or she has made a few few errors and he didn't do it diplomatically and he didn't do it with his words. He simply pointed with his racket but he he held the racket like it was a rifle yep. and then he pointed to the um, to the uh, chair umpire and the umpire was pretty quick you could tell. Quick on the trigger. She was, yeah. She had the hair trigger. Yeah. She, um, you know, what do you think about
1: it, Craig? Uh, I, th- I thought uh, the Empire might have given a warning. You know, maybe say, "Hey, hey, Bob, come here." You know, not, not the, not the the right gesture to do at that moment. You mean
0: like a, not a code violation? No code, not a code. Hey, a, come here. Yeah, know, yeah, You can't do that. That's uh, this yeah. Is, there's You do it again. You you do it again, right? Yeah, uh, let's be sensitive.
1: And we just had Midland, Odessa. We've had El Paso. We've we've had a lot of issues with guns in our society. There's no question, and I'm not. I'm not a. an apologist for the NRA. Let's say uh, I think people still have to shoot guns. It's, it's it's a person behind the gun, not the gun itself. Yeah. But yeah, probably a bad gesture. But but I think that doesn't warrant a code violation. It's like Mr. Bryant, come over here for just a second. Turn off the the microphone. Hey, do that again. You know, you're getting a code violation. Yeah. You know, yeah. for that, I saw that. Yeah. And because he, he even said, like, "What did I do?" You know, he he did it.
0: Oh, he asked three times. I mean, he didn't go like, uh, "You're a liar. You're a thief. I'm a father." He didn't. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't play any, that card. He didn't pull any any uh, any rank on anybody. He was just like, "Tell me what I did. Come on, like that."
1: Yeah. So I think he thought it was more kind of comedic, you know, something kind of comedy related. But I don't think that uh, the, the the female umpire in the, in, in today's society, yeah, it, it gets for me. It's a little. It was a little overblown. I thought.
0: Just that's just I, I, my opinion. I, I, I'm with you. I. Uh... Yeah, this is so weird because we want it's, – it's sort of like the Monfils and Kyrgios and all that. Like, oh, yeah, I miss when tennis was interesting. I miss the you know, confrontational nature and the pugnacious Jimmy John uh, Lendl. Shoot. When we get it, we get all mad at you these guys. You can't say shoot. Don't say shoot. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, well, and, and our producer is not going to make the fart sound on that one. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, But, but it's, it's sort of like a parable. Oh, right. that's boring, solid, color block. And then hydrogen comes out, and I'm not wearing it. But at least they're trying. And that's how I feel about Bob Bryan. Like, man, you, you're trying to be interesting, and you're doing something that's passionate, and you get in the heat of the moment, just yeah. kind of maybe went. He went a little off, off, uh,
1: yeah. off the tracks a little bit, off the yeah. rails, as as the saying goes. I, like I said, I, I just don't. Like I said, I'm not an apologist for the yeah, NRA. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to condone you know gun violence that kind of thing. Cause that's wrong. But uh, he was trying to be
0: lighthearted, I think. I think it was a, I agree. And a you know, poor attempt at lightheartedness. And this, we're getting a little off the entertainment and off the gate and off the hard tennis stuff here, but you know how um, Stefano Sissipas had a meltdown and he called the French umpire a weirdo, and later on he didn't want to talk about uh, why he called him a weirdo, but. He talked about, look, there are some umpires who handle things really well, and he expressed his love for Mohamed Leani, and I like Eva Azaraki. I think she is very by the book, and very firm, and very fair, and she used to be lauded for that. You know what Mohamed would have done, and he would have been criticized for it. He would have done your very rational, smooth, uncle sort of, uh, you know, I'm your uncle, come over here. here, let me help you with this, and... Bob, let's not do that.
1: Right. Bob,
0: yeah. Bob, hey, L- like he did with Nick, like Nick, 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 you're not giving the best effort. I, you know, let, let's just he talk about this that. now. And, and people called him Coach Leoni. You know? Right? Yeah, like not an umpire, he's a coach now. He's trying to get involved. He he's going to catch uh, a lot of flack for that. So, it's complex. Is it one of those damned if you do, damned it, if you don't? I believe you nailed it. I believe it is, and it's it's just like it's just like uh, uh, Medvedev. You know, like we love this stuff. We hate him. We love it. You know, what, what what exactly do we we're, want hey we're talking about it that's exactly. what max what
1: max said you know, yes tennis is boring kind of hey we're talking about you know something that's kind of I'm not gonna say trivial because I don't want to put it in the trivial department it's but not. but it's it, not. but it's uh it's it's not as serious as what I thought the infraction was was uh, levied it is a hundred and thirty thousand dollar fine you know will he get fined? Uh, who knows You is not
0: I hope they
1: just leave it as a code biology. Just let it go. Yeah. yeah, just let it go. Yeah, they'll probably, uh, let's hope anyway, USTA Good. or uh, uh, ITF or whoever does the ATP, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know which alphabet organization yeah, yeah, really. imposes the penalties, but I, I don't think it was, like I said, to me, it, it wasn't uh, an issue. It's a non-issue to me. Yeah, yeah. So. Just a poor attempt at humor. I think he because yeah, I don't think the Bryan brothers they're not like that for the most part. You don't see them as being disruptive out there, throwing rackets or being bad guys. You don't. I don't get. I don't get that feeling. Yeah, they're they're, they're intense, but they're not like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, all right. So let's go in the fifth set. We're almost on the home oh, stretch. who who we rolling with on this one? Who's oh, our sponsor? This, that would be the great Blair Descartes. Master I can I can, say, I can
0: say his name, Descartes. Doesn't that roll off? It does. And and when you when people see it. Sp- Spelled, they're intimidated, right? But here's CB1, Deskere. pronouncing it and rooting for him. Yeah, I like
1: it. I've heard him say it about twenty thousand times. That's so, why. so I got it. I That's got that one down. Right. That's so, Blair Desgrae, Master Systems. If you are in our area of the the great country of the United States, in the great state of Texas, Blair Desgrae does a fine job with uh, resurfacing windscreens Anything that you might need for your court your tennis court your pickleball court yeah. construction court court yep. basketball yep. Everything, yep. see our good friends at Master Systems uh, just type, type them in your search engine and Master Systems will come up and you get all their, their contact information so alright so this is called
0: Get Off My Lawn where two sad. two middle aged men rant about stuff
1: stuff we, we've been ranting a little bit already a little bit but this we can really uh, talk about uh, there's another gate that that uh, might might have taken place, uh, and I want you to explain it because you have you have the, the way that you, you know it's not the trinomial, but yeah, you, it's you've a, got an, yeah, another. I mean, another sort of. Sp- you yeah, know,
0: I, I love the English language, and uh, I know it has become very very trendy to have portmanteaus, like combining names, like uh maybe, Poor man's toes, <laughs> portmanteau, port, portmanteau, It's a French word, oh. but like Brangelina. Like yep. this is a Hollywood couple. We're going to combine their names in a creative way. And it's just so hilarious and creative. And, I thought you were saying poor man's and, toast. and, and people can't do without it. So I'm going to make a little trendy portmanteau. I uh, I like Mcnally and and Coco Goff as a doubles team. I know people are calling them, um, McCoco right. McCoco, but yes. on the single side of the draw, Coco Goff and. Naomi Osaka. Yes. I'm going to call A couple it nights ago. Kokosaka.
1: Kokosaka. Kokosaka. Kind of like uh, Tomasi <laughs> yeah. <from> Australia.
0: <laughs> yeah. The poor kid had to uh, withdraw against Rafa. Yes. But yeah, Kokos- Kokosaka. And if we want to call it Kokosaka Gate. Kokosaka Gate. I feel like it was well publicized and adorable and warm and heartfelt. And genuine maybe. Genuine I- and beautiful. Um, and Roger tweeted it out, and everybody seems to love this, that, she, that Osaka you know, beat her convincingly, and this is a 15-year-old kid with a huge future, and these two are probably going to play some Grand Slam finals one day. I, I, I hope. hope so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so, they're yeah? good for the game. So here's Osaka. Uh, the, the, the tennis fan in me loves it, and they did a joint interview, and Mary Jo Fernandez was so smooth and just perfect about it. The cynic in me, and this is maybe why we, I'm calling it coca Gate. Get off Gate. my lawn. The cynic is me, in me is feeling like Naomi's people are probably like, uh, look, Bianca Andreescu um, receiving a mid-match retirement win from Serena Williams. Uh, she went over there and knelt down or squatted down and just hugged Serena, and it was a great moment. Yeah, I don't think they did a joint interview or anything, but... This was kind was of that a Cincinnati or it was a, uh, Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. Toronto, Toronto, okay, uh, Montreal yeah, or, yeah Toronto. Not Montreal. Right, right. It wasn't that Basically, long Basically, Canadian a Open ago, when yeah. Bianca won yes. her home country. That's that's great. Yeah, that's yes. right, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I loved it. I thought that was fantastic. And I do. There's definitely a cynic in me who's feeling like, hey, Naomi, you know, we've had a lot of negative press with firing that coach, appearing numb. Uh, walking out or asking politely to leave an interview, mid-interview at Wimbledon, after a heartbreaking loss. So you've had a lot of negative press. Let's do something cool here. And they did. And it was gorgeous and brilliant. And I want the best for both of them. But I'm calling it Coco Gate. I feel like uh, this kind of contrived stuff can get off my lawn.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of like it. I, yeah. I like it. I thought that it was, you know... Just kind of nice and sweet yeah. and nothing to it. So you're good, thinking good. that
0: there's there might be a hint of. I, I want to dig deeper and I want to see more. Do you want an yeah. investigation? Yeah, yeah. Let's Let, do let's it. investigate Full this. Full scale. Maybe,
1: maybe the crackpot research department of At the Net podcast yes. might, might be able to dig deep. Definite, In, into cro- the-
0: Definite crock pot.
1: Crack pot, ah, Not crack. Oh, not crack. Crock. I like it. Oh, crack, crock pot. Well, crack, we, crack. So we can cook something up? <laughs> you, you know, that's what we do. But we, we'll, we'll go low and slow, and we'll try to find out maybe for the next episode if that was really what it was meant to be. Should we? We we have some friends out in the business. We we call. do. Yeah, yeah. We could we'll, probably find of this. if this was a genuine deal or if it was a staged deal. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Of that? But I I think I'm if,
0: obviously hoping it's completely genuine and awesome. Yeah. But you're you're calling maybe slight.
1: There's a slight smell to it. Is it? It doesn't pass the smell yeah. test. Yeah. Okay. There's
0: something I want off my lawn.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm not sure what it is. Well, all right. we'll, we'll get we'll get get after it and yeah. uh, here, and we'll, we'll, we'll return and report. So, but uh, hey, you know what? That's only an hour and five minutes now. We've
0: met our goal, Yes, or or neared it at least, and uh, a fun five sets. Hope the people at home have enjoyed it. Uh, While this is all happening, Rafa Nadal, 6-1, 6-2 in the last couple sets, Uh, four set. Rafa, do you feel okay after this big victory? (laughs) Ah, You know, it's been sweating, it's been difficult. Um, I hope to recover nicely and... uh, Big match in two days, no?
1: Big match against the little man, right? It's Diego Schwartzman, right? <laughs> so what do you think you have to do to beat Diego?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to consult with my coaches, uh, possibly a, a Skype with uh, Teotoni, certainly Carlos Moya, Francisco Roig, and uh, I will play aggressive. I will uh, just learn to suffer out there, and uh, Diego is going to have a good day, and uh, it's going to be a long one, yeah. Well, will we pull him to the net, drop shot, and then lob him, maybe? <laughs> Because he, he's not—he's uh, not the
1: tallest guy in the world. Uh,
0: anything, uh, anything I can do, I will do it on the court. Yes. Okay.
1: All three phases of the game, you're going to try. You're going to try to. You're going try, try to create that magic in all three phases of the game. Right? Is that love correct? It. Love it, love it, Steve. <laughs> I had to throw that in. I just, you do. That's uh, good. I just love coach speak. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, gang, thanks for listening to season one, episode ten of At the Net Podcast. Be sure to tell a friend or friends is we like your peeps and hopefully they'll like us. Yeah. And that's the tennis news as it seems to us from Dallas, Texas. Good evening. And be safe, everybody. Have a great night. Thank you.